This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And my Start over. <laughs> I just said my own name wrong. Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q, and student at Aikido Fresno. Hi, how's it going? I, I don't What's know up? if it got any better. Or... Yeah. Yeah, that was this, weird. This um, <laughs> foretells the way that this podcast is going to go, <laughs> ladies and gents. It's so, going to be punchy. Uh, buckle up. Yeah. We actually had a debate the other day about whether we should just throw the idea of a weekly prearranged topic out. Right. And just, just riff, riff the whole episode. Yeah. So, I mean, we do that a lot anyway, so it wouldn't yeah. be that different. Yeah, so, but we do it under the guise of pretending we're right, trying to stick right. to. We, we sort of have a theme that we kind of... Dance it, around. It's the kernel for every episode, and then we we go through it, right? We, we say a word repeatedly, yeah. and then we're like, that's a theme. <laughs> we give then, ourselves... Then we name it that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I don't know, uh, for the listeners... If you want to send us a message and let us know, like, A, do you like the current format? B, do you not care about format at all? Uh, C, would you like to see a new format? And if you, if so, what that might that format be? And D, just let us know how you're doing yeah. because 2020 is a dumpster fire. That's true Woo. as well. <clears throat> We're sitting here in the uh, weird yellow glow of... The yeah. Central Valley. Oh yeah, California is on fire. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Our very close. <laughs> Everyone around. Yes. Our adjacent literally. mountains are are on fire. Yeah. So close. We're, Within uh, hundred hundred miles, probably. Oh, cl- much yeah, closer. Close than hundred miles. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we um, had to cancel class today because it was too smoky. Yeah. Can't too can't be inside because uh, we're gonna get the pandemic disease. Can't be outside because you can't breathe the air. Can't breathe the air either way, I suppose. Guys, I think it's time to start meditating and just transcend. Yeah. Just, just leave this leave earthly this plane earthly behind. <laughs> just, just leave. So, um, in 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 talking about uh, different formats uh, for the the show, we're gonna try something slightly different than we normally do for this week, and. Um, we're actually going to talk about a video that we made and just put up on our YouTube channel, um, the school's YouTube channel, and just kind of go through it and talk about it and break it down and, you know, uh, what we got out of it, what other people may have got out of it, judging from the comments on YouTube, uh, et cetera, so forth. Yeah, I think we do the best when we just talk about things that are <clears throat> fresh in our minds so this is definitely yeah this is one that i think was yeah fresh and so for anyone who hasn't seen the video it is um a knife knife fight video um and essentially me and maya got out some colored markers and you know went to town and uh used the markers as you know knives and um and used various different Approaches. Uh, approaches. So it would be, you know, a knife versus uh, a firearm, a knife versus a long weapon, a knife using the Aikido, sort of our Aikido philosophy, knife using jujitsu, and knife on knife. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, all the weapon stuff was all our Aikido philosophy plus, plus a, a weapon. weapon. Yeah. Right. So, um, and it was 
pro- I think it it was exactly how we thought it would play out. Yeah. Yeah, played out exactly um, what I thought. And yet, also different. I I think in some ways, in in worse. It's so interesting. The outcomes. So the hmm. way. It- <clears throat> I was pretty sure you guys would get murdered. <laughs> well, of course. Um, no, but the way that we shot it, so so Chris kind of just wrote down because it was five different little clips versions of this this knife thing. The, and yeah. um, the way that we shot it, the order that we shot it in was not the order that we, it's in the video as. So, but the way that we shot it was uh, we did Aikido. So Josh had the knife, and I me just evading as much as possible. And after that initial. That first one, because that was like, you know, fresh, you know, whatever, 8 a.m. in the morning. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. This video <laughs> This video's going to suck. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, because I'm doing the Aikido, and I was like, that felt so shitty. I got stabbed to fuck. And having done knife stuff before, I do get that, like, you get, like, there's no way to get out of a knife thing without getting stabbed, unfortunately, because that's just, it's, most, it's... Most people can't get out of their kitchen without getting stabbed. <laughs> going, right. You know? It's rough. It's yeah, it's really are, rough. Knives are dangerous. But, I don't know, after that first one, I, like, really was like, oh, no, like, did I did I do a bad one? Yeah. <laughs> did I, did <laughs> did I do I, a bad one? It's so funny that you are felt that way because I was like, oh, we're exactly on track. So... <laughs> So let's start with uh, the the sort of genesis or the synthesis for the video, like why you cho- why we, why you wanted to do this video, and and we've actually done a, a similar video before. So this is kind of like uh, the same topic, just done in a in a very different way, and in a way that I think shows much clearly, much more clearly what is happening. But um, like, why why did you why did you decide to want to do it with the way that it was done well i mean one of the reasons was um we had posted some other video about um knife disarms and someone said well try it with a marker and see how how it looks and you know i I, i've heard this stuff before i've done different stuff with marking knives before um to me everything's just going to be the way it is and and i have no delusions and i think no one at the school has any real illusions that like you're going to escape without getting cut a bunch you know um, and so knife disarms, in my opinion, are, well, you do them because the opportunity happened to arise while there was a knife involved. But I'm never seeing someone with a knife and going, I'm going to slide over there and pop right, this right, right out of the right, guy's right. hand. Yes, yes. Right. Slide Correct. Right yeah, I mean, psh, this guy, psh, nothing, right? Easy, easy peasy. Right. So, so like, I think there's that kind of thing. And, and it's like when people see what a martial arts system does, they like the techniques in there. They think that that's what your goal is. Your goal is to achieve that technique, you know. And Aikido is a different system. Aikido's goal is just to get the hell away. And the techniques we have are things that we might need to help us get away, but that's not what we're trying to do. And so I thought this was kind of a good, good way to put it all together, where it's like, look, here's how things look when a knife's involved. What do you think your best chance right. is? And and I thought it would really nicely illustrate how. Trying not to challenge someone with a knife is the best thing to do. Right. Yes. Because even if you look at the... So, the uh, long weapon versus knife uh, confrontation was the... Had the best outcome for um, for Maya in that she got hit the least uh, amount of time. Now, of course, she was also, you know, using a a strategy that was also just keep distance and hit. You know what I'm saying? So 
had she been using a different strategy, even with that longer weapon, I wonder how it would have played out, you know? Yeah, I think the, the, the purpose of putting these all next to each other, because this is, I think, people watching it maybe don't exactly get, it's that we're not just comparing, like, here's how a gun does against a knife. Here's how a certain mentality while using the gun does against right. another mentality right. using the knife, you right. know? Because if we both had the mentality of, hey, let's not have a conflict, which is the Aikido idea, then a gun and a knife would do great against both against each other in yeah. the sense that no one would get hurt. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's not just like you Best can't strategy say, you can use. Like, it's like saying like, uh, how does a screwdriver do against a hammer? And it's like, well, what what's the, the hell situ- does that like, mean? Yeah. <laughs> what are you using them for? Because if you're using them to pet a dog, to fight. then... If you're using them to fight, the hammer always will do better. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, like, it depends, like, you know, what, what's the context here? So, like, like, it's not an ultimate thing. It's more the approach that we were using it with, you know, how did it do? You know, and so I think the, the implication maybe, like, cause I think you did outright say, well, these are the, we're trying to look at the, these different strategies. Right. But, like, I think there's some confusion watching that. Like, it, it could have been maybe better stated in the video that, like, we're comparing these certain strategies with these weapons to see how they how they fare against right. each other. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the the main point of the video, in my opinion, like the focus was the very first thing we did and the thing we talked about and, and why you can't knife on knife fight, you know, why it's not, you shouldn't look at it like boxing or sword fighting, um, which there is a dueling aspect right. of those and you can safely relatively Sa- right. duel with those things you know like you can survive you know you could have boxing matches and survive you could have a sword fight and survive and we know historically this is true right um, knives you know maybe you survive but it's really a gamble and so my what I wanted to show was that's the point right. is that like knife on knife dueling doesn't really work it's a gamble and and so if you're okay with the fact that you're just rolling the dice right. there's no amount of skill right that is going to be able to make up for the the force that that knife has at, at that distance right that's right i think whereas there is skill in in boxing and in you know sword fighting and and also because of the design and the length of the weapons there's also built-in defenses right it's the about the the, abit- the amount of damage you can take without you know what i mean like right right like, i mean depending you know so everything is like how much can you resist versus how much can you give you know and so if you get like a super awesome guy like Mike Tyson in his prime, right? So you get a guy like Mike Tyson. I would argue that a lot of Mike Tyson's quote-unquote fights weren't fights at all. They were guys who didn't have enough ability to resist what Mike Tyson could do to them, you know? And so that's why grown men ran around the ring and tried to get away from Mike Tyson because he could hit so ferociously. There's like, geez, I don't want to fuck with this guy, right? Right, it's not so much a fight as just like being dominated that's right and so you know so that's always the balance of some kind of fight you know one person can deal a certain amount of damage and the other person can resist around that amount of damage and there's constantly that implication in all the fights that we watch which is why we pit two people around the same skill level or around the same weight or whatever that's why we have weight classes and you got it no one likes to see a little kid get beat up by an adult or something and see and that's the thing that i think people have a problem with and and you even saw in some of the comments in the video where it's like uh, people don't understand and again it goes back to the idea of of a fight and we're taught like when people say a fist fight they're talking about a duel when people say a sword fight they're talking about a duel right they're not talking about a battlefield you know when they're talking about you know and they're not even talking about a, a like you know even a bar fight i would argue 
you know, unless it's, you know, you know, two rival biker gangs or something, um, is, is a, a, is a dueling system. Right. And you can't duel with right. knives. Right. And the reason you can't is because the knife itself provides so much force that the body can't resist that amount of force, right. you know. And some people have posted stuff in the thing was like, well, you know, in Argentina, sometimes we wrap a, a, a cloak around our arm. And that's, you know, a, a time-honored tradition, you know. Yeah. goes back to Europe, Spain. They did this a lot um, where you would do cloak and dagger fighting, which is, by the way, where the term cloak and dagger comes from. Um, but so that is you're using something else to resist Right. The knife. The cloak is right. there. It's right. becoming like an armor. Right, or right. exactly like right. And so, yeah, you could armor up. There's lots of things you could do, but like right. just pulling Take out a knife and fighting, you you're not going to survive that, right? So like you might dominate in the moment, but later you're going to have so many terrible injuries that you're never going to be the same again, right? Right. And so that to me was the whole point of the video is like fighting is not always a good option. And to me, a knife is a good example of this because it's like you can't really fight with a knife. You can get stabbed and you can take risks, but like you can't train to receive that in a way that you're going to be okay. Right. There's not. Yeah. 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 There's right. not. No. There, there, There is again. There's, there's just no skill that can right. get right. you to that level. Right. And, you know, I mean, you, you might get there's definitely a lot of room in there for people to argue because someone could say, you know, like, oh, well, you guys aren't representing what it is to be an expert knife fighter. Or True. if you had an expert knife fighter against someone who he was outclassing significantly, he could survive the situation. I personally believe that's all bullshit. I mean, I believe that it's just not true. Well, um, right. well so and this is one of the things that, uh, you know, I was anticipating in the thing is like, you know, well, if if one or the other person was better at one of the uh, of the thing then it would come out differently so right, right. you know in the grappling it w it did not work out very well for maya and someone could say well if she was a better grappler right. then yeah. um and while that may be true that's not the point of the video and it's also not the thing that's that's happening right, right. we're just showing this particular right. um instance which is like two people at a fairly similar level at things right what what's the what comes out and so right. if you did have a better grappler then you would also have a guy who was better at understanding how to use the knife right right and it's so what is like, game that that would be the equivalent and so it's like yeah if if one guy is vastly superior to the other guy in you know whatever then it could play out differently but that's not what we're, you know. Right, right. And so I think people have to keep that in mind when they're looking at these kind of things. It's like, okay, well, what's the, what really is the apples to apples that you're comparing? Right, to? right, right. And that's all hard. And I mean, it was meant to be provocative. I want people to think about it. Sure. But But I think when you think about it, you'll come back with answers that you didn't maybe, right. didn't intuitively think were true you know what i mean like i think people think because i've seen this a lot you know people compare knife fighting systems to sword fighting systems and you see that a lot and i'm like but they're just different i mean they're radically different weapons and so people show like you know the spanish rose or something like so it's it's a way to the lavada destreza right so like a, a sword fighting method and it's like yeah they're using really clever angles that you're not going to use with the knife right. like it's just it's not going to happen the same you, you can't, know right yeah and also because the the knife doesn't afford you the distance that you know every time you are in distance to strike 
with the knife, they are in distance to strike you. Like right. there's no there that angle does not really exist. So like know? maybe we could think about like there's like a damage to protection ratio that a weapon has and like your unarmed, you know, your arms essentially. You can start D and D on us no. here. <laughs> We're gonna <roll> some dice. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a way we can break think out about our it. dice. All right, but so like, you have twenty hit points. <laughs> Like you're if you're if we're looking at unarmed like boxing or something, your arms are your weapons. These guns, right? Um, they can take damage fairly well, and they can also give yes. damage in a ratio that's fairly equal. And that's why with the Mike Tyson example, he's an outlier, but his weapons like the 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 ratio of the damage that he can can give to the damage that you can take is so disproportionate that. It's not really a really fight. A it's not really fair. Right. And the same thing. With, so with the swords, they can give a lot of damage, but they can also give a pretty right. goddamn great defense. Defense. You're right. Because it's this piece of steel that's protecting you from anything coming on that line. Right. With the knife, yeah. So that's maybe a good way to yeah. So to I mean, evaluate. If that. you look at the swords, you're exactly right that the sword can take as much punishment as it can dish out, and it, and in addition to that, the sword also offers you an advantage of of distance yeah. and an attack advantage of distance, you know, a defense mm-hmm. and an attack advantage of distance. And so when you take all those four factors, then it's like, yeah, you can manage it. That being said, by the way, I would like to say, um, having competed in sword fighting tournaments and stick fighting tournaments, double hits are regular. Yeah, yeah. Like even yeah. in a weapon that you can do it, I could mathematically right. show you right. how we can do it, but doesn't mean we're going to do it. Right. A knife cannot receive another knife right and sure i guess if i was aiming at the knife and tried to cut you right at your knife that would stop it but the knife's so short that you're never going to successfully use it to defend yourself right um and then because we're at close range there is no timings that you can use to save you as well right right yeah right so like uh against an unarmed person a knife could provide just enough disadvantage to really fuck somebody up but knife against knife, if you've got two same length knives, the distance is not really helping you at all because you can cut their arm and they can cut your arm. Right. And, you know, the targets are there and they don't provide any extra uh, protection. Right. And another sticky wicket with a, with a knife is a knife doesn't have a whole lot of stopping power, but it does have a lot of trauma inducing power. Mm-hmm. Right. So right, the ratio is off. Right. And, and so what I mean by that is someone can stab you and you could die 45 minutes later in right. the R and be fully functional for 15 more right, minutes. Right, yeah. 15 minutes is forever in a fight. Right. And so I could cut someone life-threatening and they'll die. You know, doctors can't fix them. Yet, they're still going to be functional for 15 minutes, which means they can then deliver that much damage to me. Whereas a sword, if I hit your arm, it's probably completely unfunctional anymore, right? right? Like, it stopped working. You can do functional damage with a knife. And if you do have a knife, that is what you should be trying to do is functional damage. But it just doesn't have the amount of force that a larger, more powerful weapon does. So, this is not to say that... um, if I am uh, unarmed and someone has a knife, uh, that I don't want to have a knife also, you know? Because I yes, think but that you is... don't want to fight. With right. Them. Yes. Right. Yes. We maybe should have done. Uh, actually, that would have been a good idea to do uh, knife on knife, but not dueling. Like right. Aikido right. knife versus. It still would end up bloody as hell. By the way, but um, it would be less so. Less so. The less so for one person. The mentality is different. The approach is different. Where right. if and you're the Aikido guy, 
moving and escaping with and using your knife as you move and escape is super different from i'm gonna come in and fuck you up like right. that's those are right. different mentalities the knife becomes at that point like and we were talking me and uh, Maya were talking about this yesterday the knife becomes uh your su- suppression right you know right um but you still do the exact you still go through the exact same process that you would unarmed but now instead of your hand reaching you have something that can cut right Um, And you should be using it that way to think that, you know, someone has a knife and you bring out a knife and then you're going to skirt around in a little circle and you're going to stab in at them. um, The price you pay for every mistake is huge. You know, I mean, you know, if if I so if you said, hey, Chris, there's a 10 year old um, and he wants to um, do some shit and you got to box him. Right. I would. There's not a 10 year old in the world. I'd be scared to box. I mean, not one 10 year old in the world that I, I wouldn't even completely Challenge take lightly. Accepted. Right. Um, and, you know, because you just don't have a right, kid you, that size doesn't have enough force right. to, to, to endanger me. He probably can't think as cleverly. I mean, so just, there's just no way a 10 year old could challenge me at this point in right. my life. OK. But if you said there's a 10 year old with a knife, right. then it's like, fuck, you know, right. like, I mean, oh, no yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. That kid can now produce enough force to kill me. And if I made one mistake, you know, right. that's it. And probably in in that if you want are thinking at all about getting them, so you know, you're like, well, I gotta get in and get that kid and, and control him, there's pro you're probably gonna get cut or stabbed at least once. Right. For that. Right. And that right. could be the end of and it. And if you're lucky, it will be in a non life threatening place that doesn't cause you damage for the rest of your life. Um, and if you're unlucky, your hand doesn't work anymore right. or, you know, you lose an arm or you whatever. And that's if you, uh, you know, can get control and, you know, whatever once you get in. And we saw that's not the easiest thing to do when someone's squirming around. Right. That's exactly right. You know. So to me, that that was the main point of the video I wanted to make because I thought it was controversial and interesting and, and good to think about. And then I thought that was a good launching platform to say, here's how Aikido looks different than that. And we're going to do even more with the very first one. We're not even going to give her a weapon. And how would she come out of no weapon versus someone with a knife versus her with a knife trying to deal with someone with a knife, right. you know? And it's interesting that if you look at those those two things, the one where she was trying to, you know, stop me, that was the worst and not the best, but one of the best was her unarmed. Right. Yeah. And and it's the it's the philosophy that 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 switched right. that made same the people, same right. skill set, same everything. Maya didn't have a knife, so you would think like, oh well, man, she did. You know, she would do way worse. Right. No, she did significantly better trying not to get you. Right. Right. Yeah. The difference between the me unarmed versus Josh with the knife and the knife versus knife was both the knife got taken away, but also the mentality flipped to I don't need to, I don't want to attack him. I'm not about that at all. I don't need to come in or disarm or anything. Right. I'm just trying to move around and, and stay away. Right. And I believe in that lies the secret of Aikido stuff that people have such a hard time wrapping their head around, which is when you're not committed to attacking someone, you gain advantages, right? right? Yes. That doesn't mean it always turns out perfect for you, but like trying not to attack someone who's superior to you is in your benefit, you know? And if someone has a knife, they are superior to you that is right they are uh you know yes unless you have a much long larger knife and even at that you should uh you know just keep your distance with that thing yeah 
Yeah. And then, so then from that, you know, and we could look at that more clearly, it's like, all right, now let's give, you know, and, and a lot of people, so we put out several videos explaining the Aikido philosophy and people have a tendency to go, what's the end game in that? Are you just going to run around all day and hope they get tired? You know, and, and I got kind of sick of hearing that. So, and I put in another video, but I don't think anyone paid attention to it that I wanted to explain what, what the point is, right? One, just get the fuck away. Yeah. If I get away from them, Cool. I get to live on. That's great. I don't care if they get punished or anything else. I mean, like, probably call the cops and say this guy attacked me with right, a knife. Right. But, like, it's not my job to do that, right? Um, or to uh, someone to help me, right? I can't get the hell out of here, but hopefully enough commotions happening that somehow something intervenes. Or maybe he does get tired. I should probably just said external factors, right? right, right. He gets exhausted or falls down or stabs himself or whatever, right? Um, or three, I get to a superior weapon platform. And then, you know, people always like to another thing that people criticize, like, oh, Aikido has such, you know, antiquated stuff. And it's like, well, let's put a modern weapon in her hand and see how she does right. with a modern weapon versus, you know, right, using the Aikido philosophy versus this person with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's funny because it's like, yeah, it's antiquated sword or like whatever. But like the thing that it represents is not because right. yes. it's like, yeah, that represents a sword. But it can also represent a, a golf club, right. a, um, you know, a hatchet, an act, a baseball bat, a gun. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I was talking to Maya. Maya and I were talking about this earlier that, you know, so Maya has trained with firearms uh, a fair amount in the last year and a half here. Um, but we really haven't run that many drills where she's actively using the gun and running around. And that's another skill set. And if you watch people doing this, you know, for the first few times, they suck at it. And Maya took to it like a duck to water because she's very used to moving around and hitting people with sticks. It was marrying the Aikido skill set that I already had with the gun skill set right. that I had just developed. Putting them together, it was surprisingly... Uh, smooth <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean honestly like i mean you can say whatever you want but i've looked at a lot of gun videos of people moving around with guns and my did a great job right like and that's very little training in that one element you know she wasn't uh, spraying and praying you know she wasn't just shooting the gun everywhere they were always pretty close you know and we didn't have anything in the gun so we don't know if they were make- landing but they were all pointed in the right direction I mean, never pointed right. at maya and truthfully i feel like uh the distance that we yeah. were in when she was shooting, there was they those were not they would not be missing, you right. know, um, just because we were she wasn't firing at at range really. Um, it was only when I had closed the range and we were like in a almost into a grappling position where she could then put up a fence and and shoot. So, right. And people have criticized that too, saying that like, mm-hmm. oh, because there was nothing in the gun, then that wasn't slowing him down. But to me, it's better training to yes. show that like, if this was a guy on PCP or this was a whatever, like sure. it doesn't matter that they're not choosing to stop or that they're functionally unharmed or whatever. She keeps putting rounds in them. And if she can do that, it's great. Right. Yeah. I think there's a real purpose to training for the worst case scenario that you're training at that moment, which is. You hit them and nothing happens. Right. You you shoot them and nothing happens. And right. you keep moving. Because, like, you don't realize how much that internally you get used to having a certain response. And I've definitely experienced this in the past with really mundane shit where it's like you train something a certain way so often that you expect the person to have the response that you're used to. Um, and so that's really harmful if you are used to, oh, I shoot him three times and then he dies. Right. Right. Um, or I hit him a certain amount of times with and this he, club and then he's dead. Right. And, and like, and the first time that <laughs> you can't that, expect and that. You know, you kind of sometimes see this in, in Jiwas and stuff, but 
the first time that that thing fails, your mind uh, yes. has to reset. Yeah. And so if you are at all um, contingent on, I shoot him and he stops, then you shoot him, he stops, and you stop, you know? Um, if that happens and he doesn't move, then you just get hit. That's right. So you just have to be in the mindset of, I'm shooting and moving, shooting and moving, shooting and moving, shooting and moving, hitting and moving, hitting right, and moving, exactly right. moving and moving and moving and right. suppressing or whatever. Yes. Um, regardless. And then it, does, think... it doesn't matter. So if the thing that you're doing, you hit them in the head and, and they don't stop, well, fine, because you've already moved to the next right. position. And if you looked at that, you know, the shirt of Maya with the gun and Maya unarmed were very close to the yeah. same. I mean, it, they weren't identical, but they were very close. And so to me, that tells me that if she had the superior weapon platform, she probably would have been able to inflict enough damage to stop you from right. getting hurt at all, right. you know? And you also see that when she had the short club, um, she did much better. And it was the the fact that every time I came in, she hit me in the head. So I was hesitant to to exactly break right. that distance. That's exactly right. If what even if she had had uh you know the soft pellets or a, a paintball or something, I, it it probably would have been the same. Every time right. I got hit, I would have went, "Oop, oh, don't, don't step like that. there." Right. Right. Yep. Right. Um. But for the training, it's honestly better. Yeah. That you know, if I could get a club, and that's why I like to use the pool noodle so much. I wanted to use that thing because it was a little longer, but um, I like to use the pool noodles because the pool noodles don't hurt at all, and so it, that's the littlest flinch reaction you're going to have and so to me it's like i want no flinch reaction i want them just be a beast that comes after me you know someone made a comment i had posted this in various places online and someone had made a comment that oh when you do the the club the 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 stick whatever um the blunt weapon version you should uh armor up like with like spear armor or whatever you should armor up but then use a harder weapon walk around um, and it was just interesting to me that for like, the training yeah purposes. for the training like and so I was like so what you're saying is like put on armor to protect you but then also use a harder weapon so that y- you can feel it and so it was just like well then just right. cut the armor out of the equation and use a softer weapon that you can still feel like it, it so it, it, I was actually thinking was about like, this because I, I was like I I would have liked. I just personally, for my own, like, whatever, would like to try this with a spear. Uh-huh. And so it's like, and I was like, well, how would you do that? And that, and so I was like, uh, you would have to have some sort of, you know, oh, you, you would right. have you to be armor. armored up because, yeah. so, you know, at a certain level, but. Right. But, but for this, it's like the, the foam or the soft right. flex thing works enough for you to, you feel it. Yeah. You, you are like, oh, I don't like getting hit. So like. Why add a, a separate layer of armor and then use a harder weapon to get the same effect that you would get without the armor right. with the softer? I think like, a, a point they were trying to make, which I, I really just disagree with because it doesn't logically line up right, is that they were trying to say that, like, when you hit someone, even if you don't have an effect on them, you will, like... like uh, Unbalance them? Yeah, or? you will unbalance them, right? Mm-hmm. But, but it's stupid because, like, what I'm saying is if you hit someone and you're used to always unbalancing them, but you hit then in real, in your training, and then in real life you hit someone and they happen to just be a really stable person, then that's shocking to right. you. Way See, better to just have the ultimate right. unmovable person and deal and, with them. And this was a person I think I could, I could tell what kind of Aikido camp they were from by the way they were talking, but where their style of Aikido very much comes from the idea that they have to be unbalanced first and then I do my technique. And um, Which is a which is truth. Which is a, a way. There's well, truth to that. But 
the problem is, is then you're relying on the person becoming unbalanced right. so you can do your technique. And then, so then you're setting up scenarios to facilitate them to become unbalanced. unbalanced right. And so that really was like, uh, it sounded to me kind of like trying to justify the like, end uh, by right. changing the beginning scenario. I mean, the, the real problem with that thinking overall is that the assumption is you have to do something to them. And so then you'll have to unbalance them to do that to right. them. And so then you must spend your time unbalancing them. And it's like, no, I want to get away and they'll unbalance themselves right. in the way they attack me. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. a, it's that like, should, it's a weird way of be, thinking. You should be moving, Aikido. moving and hitting yes. as you're moving. Yes. Whether it unbalances them or not is be, is not the, isn't, it shouldn't even be in question. Yeah. Um, it, it just seems like a really, uh, like, whatever, if, 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 you know, if you like doing martial arts, like, then it makes sense that you want to do something to them. You know what I mean? Like, in the sense of we like martial arts and we want to do techniques and, like, that all makes sense to me. You know, do what you're going to do. But, like, in the sense of, like, I'm trying to find a, um, a system for myself of different means to self-defense, um, attaching yourself to the idea that they must become unbalanced in order for me to do my technique so that I can, uh, you know, uh, incapacitate them so that I can successfully defend myself. Like, you're, you're building in this idea that you have to do something to them and that you have to successfully, right, right. you know, and it's like, that's really harmful for, for people that maybe are small or are not very strong right. or are, there's all these people that like, that doesn't apply very well to. And it's like, that that doesn't teach helpful self defense to people. It's funny, you know, because I'm, I think, I'm saying this badly, but like, no, it, it, I mean, it's, I think I think it's clear. Like, so I think there's a, a lot of people that have a hard time letting go of the idea that they can be the physical specimen that they fantasize about. Um, and then I think people like there's there's at a certain weight class, you know, so probably like south of 150 people start to get realistic again and they go they go like they go like oh fuck you know the first time you wrestle a guy who's like 210 and you're like shit right. this is going to go south for me you know this you is by the legs and pull you yeah, across the exactly. mat and you go well, well fuck yeah physicality's not going to work out for me the second that happens to people then they can let go of that and they can start to think of different ways to deal with conflict that's not just full Full force, you know, yeah. going at someone. But I think if you're not, if if you're if you're really full of fantasy, or you're you know north of 150, it's really hard to let go of this idea that you can't just become a physically dominant person. And so it's hard for them to divorce from that. You know, they they, yeah. they you know if I say, hey, this system's about escaping, they're all well, but there's going to be times that I I can't I don't escape, want to escape, right. bro. And it's like, well, then those are times you die. And right. they're like, oh no, because see, I'm I'm doing real training. It's like. No, this person's better than you. And they're like, yeah, but see, I'm getting better. It's like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter how much better you get. This person's better than you. And There I think, will always be a situation. And, it, yes. right. and I think you see that. So the thing that's cool about this video and the knife is is like, um, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, put a knife in someone's hand. They are now better than you. That's right. Yep. And so yeah. regardless of how... That's why I said I'd be scared to fight a 10-year-old with a knife. Right. Uh, regardless of how good you are. So... Um, but I think that because people haven't uh, ever really been threatened with a knife or even, uh, you know, marked up with a marker. And let me tell you, it, it's not it, – I have bruises and stuff. It's not fun. Um, and that's just a marker. You, you, got, you did one round of that. Right. We, we looked at the markers today, 
and not to sidetrack you, but we looked at the markers today and it's so funny. So the marker that was, I, so, you know, we looked at the tips and, um, the marker that was, uh, Josh and Maya knife fighting, um, they were both destroyed. There was no marker tip left. They were just smashed all the way in. Right. Pounded. And then the the one that was, um, uh, Maya trying to do jujitsu was smashed pretty good too. And then all the other ones were like pretty normal looking, you know? Yeah. Um, Oh, but anyway, so because most people haven't had that experience, I think that they, if if you're just practicing with a wooden tanto all the time, um, there you're not, you don't have sort of the full scope of what this thing is that that's happening, you know. If you haven't been metaphorically cut to ribbons, that's right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, I mean, I honestly think, you know, anyone who's thinking about knife stuff, one of the first things you should do is is look up real knife conflicts and, and look at how the aftermath looks. Yeah. Um, and most people go like, oh, my God, disgusting. And you're right. It is disgusting. But if you're thinking about engaging with a knife on any front, then you need to see that because you will see people get stabbed, seem perfectly normal. And then five minutes later, fall down and right. they're dead. That's the end of them, you know? Or you'll see people get splayed open and body parts fall out, you know? Like, and anyone, this is available to anyone who wants to look at it. And so if you want to think about knives and talk about how realistic something is, that's the first step you need to get on. And then you'll realize knives are scary as fuck. I don't want to have anything to do with them. Yeah. And, and like, it's funny because there's always comments of, like, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure there was one on this, this video, like, Oh, she's getting a false sense of confidence in her skill with yeah. knives. And it cracks me up because it's like, no, dude, just no. ask me. <laughs> right. Like, I'm the person that was you. in the video and I'll tell you, <laughs> knives are fucking scary. And, like, I don't want to have anything to do with them. And right. I don't think that I'm good with them. So, I, I mean, even in the best case scenario, I still got cut and I would not like that and I would not want that. Right. And, like, no, right. thank you. You ever cut your finger chopping potatoes? Well, so this, I know. This I'm, thing, I'm a baby. Don't cut me. Like, uh, that that was my total experience in this. There's no false sense of anything with this. Uh, on the side of the guy with the knife, uh, I felt like I I I don't use a knife as well as I probably should, you know. And there was a lot of like, uh, did I cut myself on that? Right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then on the flip side is the you know person with the as when we were both had knives. Um, it was like. Oh, I'm just getting like I am getting murdered. Like I'm getting her cool, but I am also getting murdered. And mm-hmm. my I had to step out of what I wanted to do because what I wanted to do is was get was Aikido. Was get distance. <laughs> was suppress the hell out of her arm. Right. Get distance. Cut her as I'm moving out. Like right. and so I had like several times f- found myself going like, oh, don't don't do that. And then so first was I but. Aikido, and then uh, I wanted to grapple. You know, I right. wanted to get control of her knife hand, right, uh, and keep her from being able to use it while I was, you know, and it just, yeah, yeah. When I so when I was doing the jujitsu against you with the knife, it's really funny because um, I don't know that shirt just looks. You can see it in the video. Like there's all these deep looking stab like dots where he stabbed me. Yeah. You know, not cuts. They're stabs, and like. I can tell you, I was trying, like, it looks like I'm mostly grabbing his body, which I am, but I'm, tr- like, we've trained this. I have tried, like, I was trying to grab his body and track to his hand. And a couple times, I, I kind of got your hand, yeah. but then it was, you were pulling it out. It was hard to track. Switched. I didn't know where it was. Yeah. I was, like, and it, not to mention, like, it was kind of scary, even though I know it's all safe. Like, I'm, like, I know getting I'm getting stabbed. Hit, like, yeah, a bunch and of times. I'm, I'm in front of a camera. Like, I know that it's, you know, I'm trying to do my best here. Right. But, like, it was really fucking hard and that's from someone that we've done uh, right you understand the importance of controlling an arm 
Yeah, and so it's not like I, I, you know, I'm deluded about it's interesting what I should be one, doing. But one it was thing hard. that uh, struck me was um, when we when we were doing that in jujitsu, uh, the positions that we were in were um, either face to face or irimi, uh, like I as the person right, with the knife was irimi, yep. which is bad for for mine. But those were the two positions. And I think that if you look at the positions we get into and try to be in. Aikido, uh, even when we're going into like controls, much better. You know, controlling the bot, the arm from the side, like a side by side position, is way more, uh, is way better than controlling an from arm the from the front, right? Like yeah, doing no front clinches. Like, um, because especially with a knife, I all I have to do is just move change my hand or right. get loose for half a second. Or if you can control the arm. Uh, from the side position, you can a keep me from switching Murote Dori, mm-hmm. uh, or, or and or um, at least keep me from being able to get that other ha- that other hand right. in, into I mean, action. So, you know, I honestly believe, and you know, whatever. I mean, this is all just conjecture, but I, I think Maya, if you took someone who was trained in traditional ground grappling for the same amount of time or uh, you could say judo uh western wrestling whatever you want to say grappling um for the same amount of time that maya has done it maya did a much better job than they probably would have mm-hmm. done and, and not because she's a super talented person but because she did did exactly what she said right now which is her emphasis was get something you can control and track to the hand whereas if you're not used to doing that you will just track the body right. and you won't realize you're getting stabbed and, and i'm saying this from someone who personally went from unarmed grappling to trying to do armed grappling and realizing my students were all murdering me because i didn't know how to track that knife you right. know right and that's less a difference of experience or skill and more a structural yes, martial it's a structural arts systematic difference. approach yeah and that same structural systematic approach is what works against japanese jiu-jitsu when you look at it in in an armed situation right. and right. you know people go like oh they, they waste all their time doing this and it's like that's not a waste in an armed situation right yeah yeah it's, i i appreciate that you know in the video you say oh this is very unscientific but my personal opinion is that i think it was a more scientific approach that we took not to toot our own horn but for my own personal appreciation that like josh and i are around the same size i'm even a little bit i weigh a little bit more than josh come on now you gotta say that come on i'm just kidding. wait that's that is i thought that would be flattering to you i don't know whatever um it is i'm flattered thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm saying is like I'm so svelte. Like <laughs> I don't know. Is it bad? I can't ever tell. Is it bad to be a small guy? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't leave your gender at the door, I know, folks. Right? Yeah. Seriously. Anyways, right. Maya's way bigger than Josh. Yeah. So. Whoa. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? Um, no, but like I have a slight weight advantage on Josh, and we're a, you know skill level in all of those things about the same, and you know doing all of them together, like. I appreciate that because then you can see two people that have the same experience, the same, whoa, what was that? Somewhat wacky, sorry. Um, That same, you know, same understanding of stuff um, and and around the same size, like, you can see how that plays out. And so I can only imagine, it was difficult for me with someone who was slightly smaller than me. So I can only fucking imagine how getting loaded up with a knife or trying to jujitsu someone who was bigger than me, you know, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, you know, 100 pounds bigger than me, like... That's not what I want. That's not, I don't want to play that game, you right. know. Right. And so it was really enlightening to me to go like, 
that was a bad experience <laughs> in terms of I don't want to get stabbed that much. You know, right. I mean, even in the best case scenario, I don't want to get stabbed at all. Yeah. But like, certainly I would prefer getting a better weapon and doing my Aikido stuff than yes. trying to disarm them or, you know, play the hero or something. I mean, it's so funny to me that like, you know, a lot of people like to bash Aikido with the idea of it's like, you know, your ideas are so unrealistic. And to me, it's like, your ideas are really unrealistic if you think that someone's going to threaten you who's powerful, they've got numbers, or they're armed, and you're going to do anything you train in <laughs> other stuff. Because you're not. I mean, you could try it, but it's most likely going to end up bad for you, you know? Yeah. Well, we are I don't know what our time here. is, but uh, oh. that was uh, a good... I, I hope uh, to the listeners that this doesn't come out off as like so much of, uh, you know self-promotion or whatever it's not really intended to well be. it's all free so I mean, it's self-promotion well, we're doing I mean, it shitty <laughs> well promotion i mean <laughs> yeah i guess pro- yeah i guess you're right uh but it in <laughs> but it's not really you hear meant- the capitalists come yeah, at me right, right there well it's all free so yeah. uh, <laughs> you're a bad capitalist don't right, make things right right free. right um but but and 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 if it did come off a little bit too much of like us like whatever uh, apologies it wasn't meant to be but i just found the video to be really enlightening for me personally yeah um and uh thought it was there was a lot of good stuff in there we're sharing um and and i liked that how we did i the markers were a really nice thing because it's very clear and you, and a lot of times you can't see that in some of the videos we do where we have a knife or we do different things you can't really get a good sense of like what the difference was right. you can't get a yeah. good sense of like well, it looked like he was beating the crap out of her, but what, what who is knows? It? Yeah. And so in this, it was very clear. Like, you can see a clear differentiation between what happened when she was trying the Aikido and what happened, um, you know, when we both were trying to knife fight each other. Yeah. Duel yeah. with knives. It was very, yeah, very stupid. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Same as you is like, I just, I feel like there was so much came up for me and it was really educational and like. I, I, I recommend to all people yeah. to I'm surprised try we that. hadn't done it before um, yeah because yeah yeah the markers are, are like there's no there's no hiding how you did there's right. no pretending like oh you didn't cut me like it's funny you know like you uh, and I, I've talked to Maya about this a fair amount like I've been trying to and I think we're at a good point now I've been trying to build a catalog of stuff so that whenever this little bullshit comes up, you can point back to this video and go, oh, watch this video and it will explain the problem, you know. And so now I feel like we're at a jumping off point where we can do more stuff. And it's like, all right, we'll go back and watch this video and right. that will explain why we're doing this this way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate too, like, I don't know, watching myself do it. I was a little more impressed than it like it felt real shitty at the time. And then looking back on it, it's like, oh, like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. But it also I appreciate like. I'm not a particularly martial art talented kind of person, but if, you know, if that's how it looks with someone that's like pretty okay at stuff, then imagine how good people could get at Right, if you studied it and really did it, like, yeah, (laughs) how good you could, right. Like, so like that's very hopeful to me, you know. Right, right. I feel like, you know, you could do a really fucking good job at that if you are so physically inclined. Yeah. Someday we're going to get to that uh, unarmed versus sword video. Oh, dude. It's coming. It's yeah. that sounds, coming. That sounds so, scary. Yeah. First, I got to learn how to not break my knee. <laughs> right, and then, right. Um, <laughs> and and I, 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 we both looked at Chris because me like, and mine are like, oh, no, I'm not, not doing trying. that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see the 
the bad guy get hit by a sword a bunch of times (laughs) right we're good at that (laughs) which could be fun too i don't know anyway all right um i'll I'll be behind the camera you guys can all right you can duel it out All right, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and thank yeah, our patrons. Yeah, thank our patrons um, for uh, being there for us. This, what's this weird know, buzz? It might be from? my phone, but I always use my phone to to read the patrons. So I don't know what's going on. Um, so thank you so much to our patrons. We really appreciate uh, you sticking by us through thick and thin. Um, you guys make it possible for us to do this podcast. True. So absolutely, um, thank you so much to Nick Bullman, Brad V, Spider Man in San Jose, The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich. Also, Ben reached out to us and was just like, "Hey guys, still listening. I appreciate you." And that, was, that honestly, that was nice. That was so nice. Yeah. Like that's if you're listening, thank you because that's that that is encouraging. Uh, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marcin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Floor Hanowick, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. Thank you. All right, guys. Um, Tip of the week. Yeah, but first, just uh, if you are not uh, a patron or not subscribed and you want to do that, please feel uh, free. It would be very helpful. Um, And uh, reviews also uh, helpful if you can. Um, Yes. Reach out to us if there's anything that you want to hear from us or if you're tired of hearing about. Definitely. And let us know. Let us know about format. You know, what you think about the format as we do it now, whether you think there's other things we could be doing, what you might want to hear more or less of. If it's a dumb idea, we will ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. I mean... It's true. We're going to do what we're going to do, but still. <laughs> That's not very encouraging. But no, it's not. I'm sorry. Please reach out, reach no, but out to yeah, us. Definitely. It, makes, it does make a difference. Yeah, it does. Um, and, and yeah, and, and you know, uh, we're thinking about all y'all out there because it's uh, been a, a wild year. Yeah. So yeah. Um, hopefully. Hopefully everyone's safe. Be safe, people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever that means. Be safe. Yeah. Right. Take care of yourselves. All right. Tip of the uh, week. Tip of the week. Um, I mean, honestly just do the marker just, trick. just it, try some, it yeah like get some freaking sharpies and white t-shirts and see how it goes like yeah watch the video because the video does it it does a good job of outlining sort of what you should be doing in each of the scenarios and so you could go through it yourself and see what happens and you yeah. know you can play with it because we got lo- you know lots of like well you could you know, make the situation more hmm. specific, you know? What does the attacker want? Does he want your purse? Does he want your life? You know, or, you know, you can play I with I was the... actually thinking it would be cool to have uh, a doorway and then, like, you know, yeah. get through the doorway. That's the, yeah, you know, or something like that would right. be really cool. So, yeah. Until we all break definitely... our teeth on that doorway. Right. <laughs> I know, until we knock our the teeth. doorway over. Our teeth. You know, we're all going to have to shove someone through the We're going to all end up with wall. veneers or whatever by the end of this. <laughs> Who can them. afford veneers? I know. I'll just have a jaggedy mouth. <laughs> no. Chris just has no teeth. <laughs> jaggedy. <laughs> Good thing we're podcasters yeah. and, oh, wait, we do make videos. Carve some out of wood, like. Oof. Yeah, anyway. like a George Washington. Washington, yeah, that'd be true? awesome. I thought they were hippo teeth. I don't know. That's I heard they I were heard. slave teeth. A lot teeth, of, so. a lot of, a lot <gasps> of. That's the last one around. I heard. That's probably real. I heard uh. they were the teeth of one of his slaves. Shit. Whoa. Yeah. That's. This is, I, don't I don't know what's most. I don't know what's most worrisome <laughs> there. Hippo teeth would be. Great. I guess that's okay. Hippo teeth <laughs> back in the day. Anyway. So but, anyway, uh, yes. You know, uh, try out if if you are doing knife stuff. If you're at all interested in that. 
grab some markers and some white t-shirts and try it out. And don't be discouraged like I momentarily was when you get cut to shit because that's just how it is. But keep trying and, and use that feedback to structure your training further. Um, and stay safe. That's yeah. the other one. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stay safe. <laughs> All right, guys, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>